big small talk. Yeah. Let's see. Um, watch this. And you know what I'm going to do? It's going to be really funny. I'm inviting. Uh, let's just see how this happens, how this works. I'm inviting uh, Josh Bridges onto the podcast, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know. And bam, I think we're live. I don't see it live on YouTube. Can anyone tell me if we're live on YouTube? How come I don't see it? I don't see it. It says uh, we're live on StreamYard, but when I'm on my YouTube station, I don't see that we're live. Uh Uh-oh, that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. Oh, live on YouTube. I am. It just took a second. Are we? Can someone tell me? Are we live? Holy shit, that was a crazy delay. Sorry. And then 33 seconds of sweat. I, 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 God, you know it would be craziest to have a thermometer in my mouth or in my butt when I'm doing this to see, watch so you guys could see my temperature go up as I panic or a heart rate monitor. Okay, I sent, uh, you know what's funny? I sent uh, Josh Bridges a link. He doesn't know. He, I just sent him a link like, hey, come on to the, he doesn't even know it's a podcast. I just sent him a link to um, StreamYard. Let's see if he, he comes on. Just kind of like trick him. I'm figuring it out. College Park forever. <laughs> ah, I see you. I see you. You guys, this isn't fun. Hey, Kimberly, what's up? Thank you. Guys, I'm getting off of Instagram. I'm going to focus on YouTube Live. Love you guys. Thanks for checking in. Bam. Delete video. Discard. It's it's not... It's not uh, it's not fun. I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy it. But I mean, I enjoy it. How do I explain it? But I'm here. And um, throughout the day. So what happened is today. Um, Guy was supposed to come on. Uh, Guillermo. Someone else can. Someone can call in and, and pronounce his last name. And he was supposed to come on. And he had a. Um scheduling issue so we moved his show to sunday and i always have a bunch of topics that i want to talk about just in case i have to do a show by myself so anytime i think of something that i see for example i'll give you some right now um i was at the beach today at a cafe on the beach and there was a mom and she was pushing her baby around in a stroller and she sees another lady she knows and she says to her Oh, Sally woke up in a really bad mood today. Sally's her daughter who's in the stroller, probably, uh, I don't know, 18 months, two years old. She said, so I gave her a cookie to calm her down because I really wanted to change her mood from being upset to being happy. And I'm just like, holy shit. You gave your baby a cookie because it woke up crying. I know. I know. I, I have to shame you. I have to shame you. <laughs> That's not. That is not good parenting. 
So I quickly run over to my notebook, but it's good podcast shit, right? So I see that and then I run over to my notebook and I write it down. And that's the story I tell you. I had a blast with uh, Stephanie Cohen yesterday. Um, not going to lie. Uh, totally, totally freaked out before the podcast started. I thought um, she was going to be uh, aggressive, combative, a know-it-all. And um, she, she actually wasn't any of those. I, I, I think we had fun. And um, before that, I had John Brzezink. Uh, pretty funny. Here I am. I'm thinking like I'm helping out the, uh, I think I'm helping out the arm wrestling community, like doing some charity work by getting them, like interviewing some of those guys. <laughs> I'm such a pretentious douche. Devin has 400,000 subscribers. I can't even, I can't, I can't even get 10,000 subscribers. And I, and I act like in my head, I'm doing them charity. John has 25,000 subscribers. And the second he advertised my podcast for me, it, it exploded. I got thousands of views on it. We have a phone call. Podcast live. RJ, Hello? what's up? What's up, RJ? Hey. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, just quick question for you. Yes, sir. Wondering if um, you could ever see your kids entering back into school. I know you kind of do the homeschool deal. Just kind of curious on what your thoughts moving forward. I know this is a crazy time we're in, but just kind of curious what your thoughts were on all that in the future. Oh man. Help me out. Do you have kids? I do. I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old and a one-year-old. I'm actually a public school teacher in Illinois. So it's kind of crazy. It's not bad as California, but um, just kind of curious on your thoughts on what your process is with that. First of all, thanks for calling. Uh, you want an answer from me, and I I think you instead you're you you're gonna have to help me because okay because I maybe I'm not thinking about it right, but I enjoyed school. I had a lot of friends there. I liked the teachers. Um, I I especially liked all the interaction with the boys and the girls. I mean, I really really liked sure. friends. I liked playing tag. I liked like getting in trouble. I liked breaking lead, sharpening pencils. I liked um addition and subtraction i'm just thinking like just kindergarten through fifth grade is pretty cool sure, even, sure, even the sure. bully who who was like lived in my neighborhood it was bad like trying to put snails in your mouth and there was some you know bad shit that happened crying you know you get home and you're a latchkey kid and, yeah, and your yeah. parents aren't home and you're crying and but but it was amazing i wouldn't trade it for anything yeah but I lived in a different area, you know, like I lived like, yeah. like in the first grade, a kid brought a gun to school and we passed it around at the lunch table and the yard duty came over and took it from us and called his dad yeah, and he came yeah. and got it. You know what I mean? Um, someone yeah, brought a crazy. beer to yeah. school in the second grade and we all drank it. And then we had to run like a lap around the field because we drank it. I mean, it was. Sure. I sound like some old well, fuck. It, does, it seems like, yesterday, <laughs> but I'm 31. So I know we're, we're, we're not in the same we're a little bit different, but I still lived in a world without cell phones. I, I'm, I teach at a high school and it's crazy. These kids are attached to it like crazy. And I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm kind of torn between at what point do I pull my kid out of public school? Because I feel like it's wrong if, as a public school teacher to pull my kid out of school. You know what I'm saying? Cause like if it's my, if the education I'm teaching is good enough for this kid, it better be good enough for my own. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, t that's on, on one hand, that's like totally fair. Um, it, as long as it, the thing is, I think it's okay if you're honest about it. Like this, this, this man or lady that's like the health 
minister. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it, but the, do you know who I'm talking about? The lady for the United States, Biden appointed it to her. She, um, she used oh, to okay. be a man and now she's a woman. Oh, okay. And gotcha. She, yeah, 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 yeah. She was yeah, head yeah. of like um, health for the state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. This yep. dude, um, I don't know if it was a man or a woman when she did it, but um, I'll just go with her current uh, sex that she wants us to call it. <laughs> I got you. See how I use the word sex? See how I use yes, the word sex? I got you. Uh, um, she, she pulled her mom out of nursing homes while she put other people in and got them killed. Yeah, now no, that's some, and then denies yeah, that she tough. did it for her mom's safety. She said it's because her mom wanted to be pulled out. Now that's some bullshit. So, yeah, no, I understand. so like, if you like, I mean, if you can speak honestly about it with a clear conscience and be like, Hey, I'm a teacher, I'm doing my best, but like, Hey man, I can't be, I can't have my kids be taught that black people are inferior. Like I can't have my kids being taught sure. black kids are inferior. Sure. Cannot have that. Sure. I can't have my kids. And I, being, and I, I can't have my, I, I can't, my kids can't go to a school that has a sex flag in the front. The equality sure, sure. flag is the, um, the the u.s flag someone slapped me yeah, around in my instagram yeah. i was so embarrassed they're like hey dipshit the equality flag is the american flag i was like oh shit so like um <laughs> yeah. you know when my kid's 16 I'll, I'll we can go to the gay bar and get fucked up but like when he's six nah, not so much yeah I yeah no. I, I remember you mentioned that in the podcast and i think that the unfortunate part i think the national media gets in these small portions of the country blow up these huge things and now everybody's scared that i live in a town of four thousand. I know you probably not know that something that small, but my point is all these things we're like, Oh, so scared of. We're not, thankfully we're not dealing with a lot of the stuff that a lot of the country may be dealing with so far. So we're kind of saved a little bit from that. We're living in a pretty conservative area. Yeah. But, um, I just, I was just curious if, you know, this is because of COVID while you're keeping your kids out or no, it's because no, okay. No, so no, it's just no, no. Like this is my thing. I want to do homeschool and this is where I'm at with my family. Kind of no brother. Like I, with my whole family had COVID, we took, we take zero, um, well, I know you're not scared of it. I was just saying, yeah. like, you don't deal with all the nonsense that public school may. Or well, whatever. I won't put a mask on my kid. Obviously, I just sure. I would sure. never do that. Um, I won't. Um, I, I already feel bad for my kids. Like, there's there's a lobby we have to walk through three days a week when I take them swimming, and yeah. there's a sign there that says "Wear a mask." And a few times, the people who run this, the pool have told me, "Hey, put on your mask, buddy." And I just smile at them. I say, "Okay," and I don't. I mean, I'm only in the lobby for like fucking eight seconds, right? I'm just passing yeah. through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and eventually they, they don't ask me anymore. But anyway, so my kids, they pull their shirt up over their nose. <laughs> yeah. And I like, I, like, I don't tell them not to do that. I don't tell them to do that. But sure. I'm just like, I'm just thinking like, you fucking dipshits. <laughs> like, I, like, you don't have to do that. But I don't tell them. Like, I, like, I don't know why they're yeah. even doing it. I don't even want to like give it any energy. Like, Maybe they don't want to stick out. I mean, you think that that's that? There's wanna, never even yeah. anyone else in the lobby except the guy who works yeah, there. Maybe yeah. he's just scared of him. The other day, I, I know we're way off subject, but the other day we were at the <laughs> we we keep going to the same spot at the beach, and my and we get a sandwich, and my kids skateboard there right on a on a cliff, and every, there's this guy there, and he's just a weirdo. He smoked too much weed, and he always says to my kids, "Do an ollie, do an ollie, do an ollie." And after like five or six times of him saying that, five different trips to the beach, this one guy, he's new there. I'd never seen him before. We've been going there for years. I say to Avi, I said, "Hey." Does that freak you out when that guy says to do an ollie? He goes, yeah. I go, because it seems like you don't want to do it. He goes, I don't. I'm like, well, then why do you do it? Yeah. And I go, hey, dude, you can tell him no. I'm right here. He ain't going to say shit to you. Yeah. 
even though this guy's like 6'4", 250 pounds, and I'm 5'5", five, five, 150 pounds. But, but you know, it's like, I don't know how kids work. But no, my kids won't go to school. I, 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 first of all, they can't get in because they, they don't – my kids aren't – The vaccinations? Yeah, they're just – my kids aren't on any drugs. Um, yeah. And, like, my kids – I'm a totally different breed. Like I'll be sitting some, I'll be sitting somewhere with all the other parents and the parents are discussing like, how do you keep your kids off of iPads? How do you keep your kids off of screen time? Yeah. How do you get yeah. your kids to do tennis? And I'm just sitting there like biting the inside of my cheek. Like, uh, <laughs> like, what? You don't let them it's, do like it. it's like when people yeah. are like, how is it that your dog's not fat? I'm like, what the yeah. I can't even, I, I'm not humble enough to answer those questions. I just want to start yelling at them. Um, feed yeah. your dog less. I, I don't know. I, it's, parents, it's, be parents, please. Yes. Um, don't give your kid the iPad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't understand. I mean, I started the show. This lady gave a cookie to her child because it woke up crying. I, I just. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, it's it is sad, but hey, I, I appreciate you taking Am the call. I wrong? It takes time Tell- for everybody. No, man, I got guys for sure, man. And that's the hard part. I deal with like again high school students, and it's like I wish. Why am I as a teacher being the parent when the parent hasn't been a parent for 15, 17 years? And that's the kind of thing. I think that's why we're at where we're at today. So, do you CrossFit? Yeah, I do. Yes, sir. Yeah, I think that that all that shit that Greg wrote in the L one man, it's like how to do everything. Yeah. It's like yep, how to raise right. your kid, how to be treat other people, how to like, it's just all that, that the, in the seminar, how like we, we, I mean, how weird is it when you, at least for me at 49, when I used to go to the gym, you don't even look at anyone. Then you go to your L1 and you're like, you're cheering people on and you're correcting them and they're yeah. correcting you. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, so, cool. I mean, yeah, I think that's sure. just the sure. way. Yeah. My kids can't, my it's, and you know, other parents will be like, Hey, aren't you worried about your kids not getting socialized? And I'm like, I don't know, masks and staying six feet away. And the other kids, I don't, I don't know if my kids need that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And that's, that's the balance. I think my wife and I are talking through of just like, okay, are there, is there going to be a point where I pull my kid out of public school, even though I work, you know, and I think we had to just take that situation into account when we, when we get to that place. But do you live near uh, Mount Vernon? No, I live hour and a half South of Chicago. Okay. And I think Mount Vernon's like three hours South. Of Chicago, yeah, could be. I definitely have heard of it, but no, I don't live. I don't live uh, that close. Is that the, the guy you had on about a couple weeks ago? Yes, sir. The jujitsu guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I knew I didn't know he was from Illinois until I listened to the podcast. But yeah, so I looked it up where it was at, and uh, yeah, no, we're we're pretty far away from that. How cool is that story? Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I, I think YouTube took off the stuff off off of uh, the thing you kept advertising. All, you know, and like, oh, watch this on YouTube, watch this on YouTube. And then I can't watch it. I subscribe and everything. So, oh, I don't know. You, so I, I, what I think happened, what I think happens is there's this, um, there's this, uh, organization. It's called F- Flow Grappling or Flow Elite. Yeah. 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 And they make all the videos. So maybe they put them on and pull them off. I mean, they have to cover their expenses. Oh, okay. So they probably just tease sure, us sure. with some. But, gotcha. but man, it's so cool. It's so, hey, I, I mean, shit. Why don't you go down there and try to teach those kids something? Yeah, no, that's a, shoot. That's a good. I mean, the, that's just that whole deal and that other podcast you did about those guys out in Hawaii doing that thing. It's just like right close to my heart. Like, there's so much hurt children out there that need help and and young adults and just I don't know. I just close to my heart. So, well, I appreciate I appreciate your time, man. I I don't want to take all your time, but I know there's probably other people that want to call in. So, uh, appreciate you talking to me. Awesome, man. Thanks.
Yep. Talk to you later. Bye. I'm trying to act all cool, but I'd have kept him on like for another hour, but I'm trying to act all cool. Like, yeah, you've given you, I've taken, you've taken enough of my time. Yeah. Cause there's so many other people who want to call in. Uh, meanwhile, I would have talked to him until I killed this hour. Tom King, the UK healthcare system is in crisis due to a shortage of nurses and hospital beds. Uh, Tom, I, I'm just going to just edit this for a second. Um, the UK, UK healthcare system is in crisis due to the massive amounts of added sugar and refined carbohydrates that the citizens of the UK are pouring into their mouths as fast as they can. Greg Glassman used to tell me that he doesn't think you can be 400 pounds unless you eat with both hands. I thought that was a fascinating observation. Anyway, and due to the fact that there's so many people eating with both hands in the UK, that's the United Kingdom, um, that you had to cross the Atlantic Ocean to get over there, uh, due east from New York, due to the shortage, um, due to all these sick people from all the garbage they're putting in their mouth, they're now is are there now is not enough nurses in hospital beds. Okay. Yes, I edited your shit a little bit. Despite 27% of the beds taken where the primary source is obesity. Ah, you have it in there. Shit. We now, uh, we have now increased tax to recover this. I see what you're saying. They're increasing your taxes to cover the shortage of hospital beds. Dude, it's got to be more than 27%. I don't believe it. Maybe, maybe it just doesn't fit my narrative. Maybe I'm one of those people. I don't believe it. Uh, Eddie Gifford, the biggest thing missing in today's world is responsible parenting. Correct. There are winners and there are losers. Deal with it and stop encouraging mediocrity. Yep. It's a trip. Uh, I, I, did, I didn't say um, Justin Berg was Justin Berg. I didn't say Josh Bridges. <laughs> Do you guys know who Justin Berg is? He's the guy I used to work with. He's the uh, – he, he, He's the second in command of the CrossFit Games under Dave Castro. Um, did I say Josh Bridges was coming on? No, but I, I fucked with him. I sent him a link to the podcast. So if he clicked on it, he would just show up and come on the show. But he's 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 a seal. He's not going to fall for that shit. A couple months, I don't know. Maybe it's been a year now. I made a video on YouTube. Nope. On Instagram where I talked about leptin. I don't know how many of you guys saw that. Leptin is fascinating. How do I call in from Ireland? I don't know. What do you guys have a tin can? You pick up the tin can and you hold it to your ear and you just start saying seven. Um, leptin is fascinating. Basically leptin, leptin is a hormone and um, you should, the spirit of what I'm going to tell you is right, but you should go on YouTube and just type in leptin and, and maybe watch some videos on it. Nothing longer than 10 minutes. You can get the gist of it in two to three to four to five minutes. And then you should also type into YouTube leptin and NK cells, natural killer cells. And it's fascinating. But before I talk to you about leptin, I want to tell you something else that's fascinating. The the penis. Isn't, isn't the penis fascinating? You, you, you pee out of it. You defecate out of your penis urine leaves your penis that's like one of its functions right and then its other function is to insert into the opposite sex and get them pregnant you would think i, I know you're like how the fuck is he going to tie this in with leptin trust me i'm going to get to it the isn't it fascinating like you 
you design this creature that the same it just doesn't seem smart the tool that you're trying to talk this other person into getting put in them you'd think that you wouldn't have urine come out of it but because it's ubiquitous and it's everyone's they just have to accept it like oh fuck no one can be like nine touching your dick pee comes out of it it's like just it's it's everyone's it's ubiquitous so like you just have to do it right you have they have to take the dick if they want the dick and and it's just a trip but it has two purposes right one of the purposes is to get rid of urine and the other purpose is to impregnate the opposite sex And I don't mean to be uh, to be closed minded or to stick in in the same sex. I don't to shit. You you do something intimate with it. There's a lot, a lot of body parts that are like that. There's a lot of functions that are like that. A lot of a, a lot of receptors, cell cells, cell receptors. A lot of them that have multiple functions that would blow you away. It's fascinating, the human body. But one of the things about a year ago, and I talked about this in my Instagram and I made a little video. And and the reason why I made this video is is that I wanted a doctor or a scientist or someone who's some brainiac, some biophysicist to be like, hey, Savon, you're totally wrong. And I made this and no one said shit. And I sent it to like 10 doctors and they're like, mum's the word. No one would would dispute it. And basically it goes like this. When you get – when you've eaten enough food in an ideal situation, your fat cells, and I think something in your intestine, maybe it's your intestinal wall, they produce a hormone called leptin. That leptin is then released into your bloodstream, and it should find leptin receptors, and I don't know where those are. I don't know if they're in your hypothalamus. I don't know if they're everywhere, but regardless, you you release leptin into your bloodstream, and that leptin tells your body, hey, I'm full. Don't eat anymore. And And, and when you put that leptin into your bloodstream, it, it creates it, it creates um not a traffic jam but but it's it's more cars on the freeway right and when you eat food it puts insulin in your bloodstream and that puts more cars on your freeway meaning just in inside your bloodstream that's just more shit going on inside of your bloodstream anyway so this leptin's in there and if you if you keep eating because you eat sugar and it tastes so good. And you eat refined carbohydrates because it tastes so good and it overrides the message of your leptin telling your leptin receptors that you're full. Your body will then produce more leptin and more leptin until eventually you'll become leptin resistant. And what does that mean? You have leptin receptors. They're supposed to um, come in contact with the hormone leptin and then you stop eating. That would be the ideal way it worked. Well, in this video on Instagram, one of the things I discovered from watching YouTube videos was that the leptin receptor also has another job. Your leptin receptor um, tells your NK cells, natural killer cells, white blood cells, T cells, that that there's what's going on in the bloodstream. So, for instance, if you got the virus, if you got a virus, your um, leptin receptor which you would think has no would have no relevant. I mean, it's supposed to deal with fat and telling you when you're full. It has this other job, and what's the other job? To tell your NK cells, hey, there's an enemy in the bloodstream. I saw them. I saw a virus in here. Go get them. Shit, someone's gone. This is a good story, right? When your leptin receptors are damaged, when your leptin receptors are da- damaged, then they can't do that. They can't tell your foot soldiers, hey, there's a virus in the bloodstream. You're fucked. Anyway, 
and I'm just like, well, holy shit, that's the thing. Because your your NK cells should have zero problem attacking this virus. Zero. They whoop it. I mean, just start reading about them. They're unstoppable. I think the only thing that we've ever seen really, really that's given them a t- trouble is HIV. Anyway, it's fascinating. And once again, if you eat too much shit, you get obese, you become left and resistant, you're fucked. Anyway, look into it. Just start watching those videos on YouTube. Hey, what's up, Amelia? Hey, this is Stephanie. This, uh, um, my my phone goes under my sister's name. We're uh, on the same thing. Uh-huh. Do you think I shouldn't do that? Do you think that that's – um? oh, shit, someone else is calling. Um, Stephanie, do you think that's like when someone calls me and I see their name on their phone, I always feel bad. Like maybe I shouldn't say their name. Maybe they want to call anonymously. Um, just maybe let them tell you their name or ask their name. So I should be courteous like that. Um, I think, well, I've noticed on a lot of your podcasts, a lot of people do have to correct you. So they'll be like, oh, it's my brother's name. Right. A lot of people are on the same cell phone bill as one person. Yeah, I like it. I, all, all I heard is that you listen to a lot of my podcasts. I blocked out everything else. I do. And we DM a lot as well. Oh, no. Yes. I'm Take, actually calling. You're because, taking up too much of my time. Well, um, there was something we were DMing about, and I send you content for your story all the time. Oh, good. You're I don't a good person. know if you remember me. I, um, I, I would probably remember your, the picture there's people, there's like a core, like 30 of you who are always sending me content. You know what I think it is? I think you guys work for someone who hates me and it's your way of trying to get me kicked off of Instagram and shadow band. That's why you guys keep sending me that shit. No, I love you. You're like one of my favorite followers. Oh, great. So I, I DM'd you one time about the episode where you were going on about Emily Abbott being marriage material. Ah, yes, yes. Did we get in a fight over it? Do you it? remember that? I, I remember I got into, into it with a couple people about that. Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, really? What did other people have to say? I'm curious. I don't know. I think, I think it was mostly dudes saying, yeah, she's a sweet piece of ass, stuff like that. Really? I think so. But I think, oh, okay. are you the one, are you, there was someone who was saying like that women want to be both. They want to be sexy and. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was Okay. Me. Refresh me. Refresh me. Refresh me. Okay. So. Is this what you called to, to talk about? It? You want to talk about Emily Abbott? Cause she's one of my favorite subjects. I'd love to talk about her. Yeah. And okay. I think she's cute. Okay. I want to preface this by saying a couple things. Yep. One is I'm not against Emily Abbott and I'm not against like hot Instagram models with fake tits, you know? Okay. So I don't want it to make it sound like I'm speaking ill of either party. Right. The second thing is my girlfriend and I, like my girlfriend, I'm straight. Um, we always have a running joke about how men don't marry beautiful women. Okay. They marry more like plain Jane type of women. And so when you said that about Emily Abbott, I kind of put her in that category of more like plain Jane as far as looks. Like I'm not and this is not me trying yeah, to be Yeah, yeah, I see that. I'm like with that. you. I'm with you. I see her as plain Jane too. Yeah, I'm with you. And then but and then you were going on about like maybe a hot Instagram model who posts pictures, you know, in her bikini all day. You know, how you wouldn't see them as marriage material and I just wonder why because it's like men will marry the Emily Abbott type and then they'll cheat on their wives for the rest of their lives with like the hot girls so why don't they just marry the hot girl I don't get it she could want to be a wife and mom too just you could she's hot doesn't make her you know 
you, um, you're breaking up kind of bad, but but let's let's break that down a little bit. I, I hear you. I, I'm willing I'm willing to explore that. Well, um, like I don't think men or women want to marry someone who like n- no. I don't think a, oh, a chick wants to marry the guy who's just going to clubs every night trying to just sleep with women. And and I don't think men want to necessarily marry women who are just trolling for cock. And I guess like because we're guys. I mean, do, do you ever click on these girls' accounts and and like you know like they have just the hugest fakest tits and like in every picture is like just they're in bathing suits and and then you look and it's like twenty two million followers and you're like, holy fuck! Like it just gives you like a right. crazy reality check. And like it can't they all can't be like this. And then you click another one, it's like six million. And then you click some chick who's only got like six hundred thousand who you think's hot as fuck, and you're like, like how does anyone decide? I first of all, I don't follow any of those girls unless like I I'm like friends, friends with them. And there's only one of those girls that I that I consider I'm myself friends with. And I cause I just think it's bad for your brain. I I know I didn't answer your question. I know I didn't answer your question. You can no, you can I can Go ahead. I have one more thing I want to say about it. Yeah. So I looked at Emily's profile and she has pictures of herself. And look, I'm not saying either one is right or wrong. I'm just wondering the male rationale when they look. So there was like pictures of her holding dildos on her profile, which again, I'm not saying is right or wrong. I'm just like, how does a man not look at that? And how is a girl in, you know, posting pictures in her bikini dad and that not? You know what I'm saying? Uh, kind of. I um. I just I just scroll by the uh, dildo photos. For some reason, right. I don't so like. Don't, I don't like the don't dildo photos. It. But but I'll tell you this: I have this group of friends and like these people that I share a ton of content with. And there's this there's this account with these girls, and they talk about their addiction to porn. And like, all the guys agree. Like, hey, that that all that does is like just draw more guys to you. Like all of a sudden, guys are like, "Oh, these chicks are addicted to porn. How interesting!" Right. So, I guess my question is: You still kind of keep beating around the bush. Is why do you give a pass for Emily and not the other girls? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because we agree. she's more plain Jane. Okay. Let me let me say this. This maybe will get you. Um, this will give you more ammunition against me. Okay. Ready? So. No, I don't even want ammunition against you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what 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 are you asking? I don't know. I'm just exploring. I'm just exploring. So so there's this so picture. Am I, so am I. I'm not attacking you at all. Okay. Like at all. Okay. So there's this picture, and I can't pull it up for some reason because it. Uh, but I'm looking at it right now uh, on her Instagram account. I pulled it on my computer. I wish I could share the screen. Let me see if I can share the screen. Uh, share screen and go to Chrome tab and Emily Abbott's um. Instagram. Let's see if this works. Okay. I, 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 I think that's, I think you guys can see that. And there's this picture here. Oh yeah. Here it goes. And there's this picture here and my arrows on it and it's her topless and she's got her, I think she's topless and she's got her hands on her chest, on her boobs. Right. Yeah. And then if you scroll down a little bit, there's another picture of her and she's wearing this see-through white outfit. And man, she just, it's just like, she looks so hot and, and it's got like this free hippie vibe to it. She's still like, she's still flirting with like that plain Jane thing we were talking about. Right now, this is the part that tripped me out. Right. I click on that 
And like, like I'm really hoping that that's just like her, her boyfriend or her girlfriend or something took that with their iPhone. Right. But I click on that and where I start judging her is then I see the guy who took the picture and he's just, that's all he does is just take pictures of girls like half clothed all over the world. Right. That's where I started judging her. And and like you, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you, I did it. I did it. So, yeah, like so, I said, I'm not trying to attack your point of view. It's more of like, it just goes back to the running joke that my girlfriend and I have. It's, we can never figure it out. Maybe we're scared it's of like, the hot chicks. Maybe. I think that's what it is. and But I also think it's like um, maybe biological or something that you think. I don't think men think uh, like we want kids or families or anything like that just because we're hot. Are you a hot chick? Um, I think so. Oh, damn. I should have looked at your profile. Fuck that all up. You probably have before. We've DM'd enough. I, it's crazy. The DMs are crazy. The DMs are crazy because there's just too many. I can't look at everyone's profile. You know who I usually look at? I just look at the fat people's profile, like to give them love or anyone um, anyone who's doing a weight loss story or like if like – Anyone is doing anything that like bettering themselves. So if you were just DMing me, we were just talking about this, I might not check. But if you were like, oh my God, Sevon, I, I haven't eaten sugar in a month. I would go, then I'd go to your profile and just start showering you with love. Yeah, the hot chicks don't get any love. <laughs> no, um, I think people, <clears throat> Greg used to tell me that, uh, I used to hang with Greg a lot. Uh, I, Greg used to tell me that Jew, my, my wife's Jewish, that Jews breed for intelligence, and that's why they're just they find they find um, inte- uh, intelligence sexy. And, okay. and and I'm not insinuating that um, hot chicks and hot dudes aren't intelligent, but I and and then and then you know there's this thing that um I rem- there's this thing that I hear talked about a lot, and it's it's this I I think there's some truth to it. It's hot chicks. No one ever tells them to shut the fuck up. Everyone's just kind of hanging out at the party long enough to see if they can bone them. And so I th- yeah, see, think that they get some bad part. behaviors. They, we train them to do bad things because of our tolerance for them, our lack of being real around them. That's fair. Yeah, I just I find it sad because I think beautiful women do have more to contribute generally. Like some of the most sharpest, like smartest, most beautiful, like even naturally beautiful, they're just not plain Jane necessarily. They are all single, but all the like plain Jane, almost insane girls <laughs> are all married. So it's just kind of funny to me to observe. I had this girlfriend who was so fucking hot. It was crazy. It was nuts. And? She, she was, she was a little bit crazy. She was a little bit crazy. And she was actually, it was only, and, and I really liked her, but she was a little bit crazy. And, and and right before her period came every month, she would be get become physically violent. You know what it was like? It was like living with Godzilla. So you love Godzilla. He's dope. But fucking uh-huh. once a month, he sneezes and burn your shit, sh- burns your shit down. So if you're with someone who goes batshit crazy like four days a month, it takes you like two or three weeks to recover from that, right? Like you're like, oh shit. Like you're kind of like... you're like you're on edge and then soon as you're like ah this is cool everything's back to normal fucking boom godzilla sneezes again and burns your shit down and i just had enough of it i just couldn't do it anymore 
what would you do if a super hot woman was actually very mentally stable? Would you fetish, uh, what's the word, fetishize? How do you say that? Um, her, and then if she turned out normal, would it just kind of be like, okay, never mind? Uh, I'm not even, I'm not sure I understand the question. Fetishize, like, like you want her to be like, batshit crazy? Right. Because that's your expectation of, you know, hot women or whatever. That she turned out to just be like normal, like she checked all the boxes. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. I, when, when you're five foot five and Armenian and like, you, you, you but Savon, you're super attractive. No, I'm a fucking mole. You just, you just, you listen to me. And so you, you, there's something that's triggered you to think I'm attractive. I am not attractive. No, you are. That's your you fucking are. eyes checked. Okay, whatever. Now you're starting to make me think that you're not attractive. Don't ever call here and say anything nice about me again. <laughs> I'll DM you later so you can look at my profile. All right. Uh, but uh, I just like to close this up with, um, I think Emily Abbott's a 10. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. But, but I also think she's a plain Jane, but I mean, I, I, yeah. Okay. There were these guys in high school who would say this and I I knew right away it made me different than everyone else. There were, everyone would talk about their types. Oh, I I want a brunette. Oh, I want a redhead. Oh, I want a black chick. Oh, I want, I like, um, you know, whatever. I was like, yo, I just know what I don't want. I know what I don't want. All the others can like welcome, welcome. You know what I mean? Like get them lined up. Just or, yeah. or how about just one girl? <laughs> how about just one girl like me? Oh, uh, please. You talked about having multiple girls all the time. I had a stu- I, that was my ecstasy days in, in college. Those were my ecstasy days. Yeah. College. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. All right. Thanks for calling Stephanie. Okay. Bye. Bye. Is this girl trying to pick up on Sevon? God, I hope so. Hi, Nancy, Jake Johnson, Amy, Zachary. I've heard a stand-up comedian joke about guys enabling hot chicks' actions because they were hot. Yeah, it, yeah, that wasn't mine. I think I got that from Adam Carolla when I was a little kid. Oh, you are smart. You are smart. Montana, what's up? Sorry I didn't answer. I was on another call. Montana? Missouri. M.O., which one is that? Hello. Stephon, what up? What's up? Are you in Montana? No, Missouri. Oh, my bad. No wonder you didn't answer when I said, what's up, Montana? <laughs> I had to turn down. I'm listening to, to your podcast right now of our speakers. I just right now. How should I answer the phone? Like, I see name. Like, you know, how, like, the, my phone will tell me who I'm, who called. Oh, you might yeah. have to lower your shit. I am. Um, how should I yeah. answer the phone? Like, Hey, what's up? What's your name? Like, I, is that how I should answer it? Hey, this is Sevon. What's up? What's your name? Yeah, what's your name? Where are you from? Even if I see their name, because like I shouldn't dime people out. Like, what if you were calling to be like, <laughs> say something crazy, right? Right. Okay. It, it does show my name. It says something. It's it, there's two words. It doesn't look like a name, but it's two words. Do you want me to say them? Yeah. It says shiplet. Yeah, and, okay. then, and then another word Nick. starts with an N. Nick, probably Nick. Yeah, Nicholas. Uh, uh, Nicholas. Yep, that's your name. Hey. Yeah, Sh- Shiplet looks like Shipley with two T's. Yeah, that's, that's a nice. Tell people. That's a nice name, Shiplet. Nicholas Shiplet. That's a very nice name. Yeah. Thanks, I appreciate it. 
What do you do? What's your, what's your vocation? Missouri. I was the one that, uh, no, not location vocation. Like what do you, do you sell real estate? No, I'm a firefighter actually. Oh, what a great name. Damn. Should I get into real estate on the side? I don't know. I would, I trust that name. Nicholas just seems like an honest name. I like to, I like to consider myself man of integrity, honesty. Wow. Do you know anyone else with integrity? Talking to him. Thank you. Do do you remember learning (laughs) about the word integrity? Like, do you remember meeting someone for the first time and them them having integrity and being like, holy shit? I mean, I don't know. Other than, I think it was definitely something my dad drilled into my mind. At the end of the day, if you're a man of integrity, somebody that, you know, they can go to, everything else kind of, you know, Oh, that was, that was probably the biggest thing my dad taught me is to be a man of your word. And I think most people know what they're getting when they, when they meet me pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dave Castro you know. taught me integrity, Dave and my wife, my wife was teaching it to me, but you know, how some people, you just can't learn a lesson from them. Yeah. Just yeah. To, I don't know what it is. You're, you're not her fault, my fault for sure. And then when Dave taught me about integrity that from, from working with them, then I was like, and at first I thought he was an asshole. And then I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Of course. I, of course I don't want to admit that that's what integrity is. Well, you probably had a good, you, you thought you had a good idea of what it meant. And then he kind of gave you a different perspective and kind of broadened your kind of a wake up call kind of thing. Was that kind of uh, how it was for you? My My parents are really nice. N I C E nice and nice doesn't usually go with integrity is what I is as I'm what I'm learning. And, um, my, but but what's fascinating is my wife is nice, but she also has integrity, but Dave is not nice. Not that he's mean. I'm not suggesting that in the slightest, but he's not Uh nice. Well, he's blunt. He's yeah. He's honest. Sometimes honesty brings up just straightforward, you know, being honest, just, it is what it is. Is what I believe. This is, you know, what I'm sticking to. And sorry, it's not. It's not nice. Or sorry, it may hurt your feelings. But yeah, I think that's what we've gotten away from society. One big thing we've gotten away from, at least, and is integrity. Yeah, just being a man, being a woman of your word, you know, and being somebody that within I don't know a few days of meeting them you're confident they know what they're going to get out of you. I think it's a, that's a very important thing that we've lost. Being yeah. able to trust one another, you know? Yeah. And, and, Fully, and, truly and, trust. and accept people who, um, I was tripping on this the other day too. There's, you know, there's people within their families who are like fighting, like over like, um, my brother didn't pay me back that thousand dollars he owed me, or I know my, I don't know, just fights, fighting among friends and the, and, and, and the demand we put on each other's friendships. Like, so yeah. if someone, if someone does break your trust and they really are your friend, you can, you can be cool about it. Like you can, mm-hmm. you can, you can be on it. You can have an integrity and be honest with them about it. If you want to maintain the friendship, right? Like, just yeah. trying to think of just some examples, but just because someone else is upset or someone else fucks you doesn't mean you have to fuck them. 
Yeah, you're not. I mean, you're not. You're not being any different. No. Getting even isn't isn't. There's no lesson to be learned there. You know. No. Another thing is like, my parents taught me was don't. You know, if you're going to give, don't expect anything back. Or even if you tell them, you know, I I expect to be paid back. Don't actually expect it. Yes. If you're going to give, give as a gift. Yes. I think you brought that up pretty I, recently. But. Yeah, I never loan anyone shit. If you come over to my yeah. house and you're like, can I borrow that book? I'll yeah. just be like, no. Or, yeah, you can have it. And then someone will be like, oh, I just want to borrow it. I'm like, I don't let – I just tell you I don't lend shit. And unless yeah, no. I think you have enough money in your bank account to buy my car, I don't <laughs> let you borrow my car. Can I borrow your truck? People, Let me see your bank account. I'd say the people that I know with the most, and this is probably pretty, I don't know. It may not be correct, but people with the most money are the, I don't know, would, I don't consider to be the most giving. You know, they're, and that, yeah, that, that's, that's probably not always, but um, yeah, I just, I've learned and, you know, just uh, not expect just to give out of, you know, give from the heart and not expect anything in return because you're just going to be let down nine nine times out of ten. How long have just, you been a fireman? Um, six years. How many? Six. Uh, you guys have one of those things that um, it's like a it's a like a forklift for people, like for people who are too heavy to pick up. No, not a forklift. I actually saw um, one of those advertisements. I think it was on Instagram. Uh, I actually moved from a department in Oklahoma and had buddies a little group message and they shared that. I thought it was hilarious. It was probably a stupid amount of money. But we have uh, these uh, stair lifts, um, like kind of miniature tarps and other other stuff that to get the to get the biggins out from the worst is when they get between a a toilet and a tub where you know nobody should really fit in between and then you got a 400 pounder that fell off the pot you got shit and piss and everything in between that somehow lubed them up between it that's that's always fun dude that happens way more than you think so that's why i asked so i have a friend who's a chief a fire chief in California. He's some he's some bigwig. Fire mm-hmm. a, a chief's above a captain, right? Yeah, there's multiple chiefs. Is he the fire chief? Like, I don't know the, if he's the, the fire, fire chief. chief of the department, or is he battalion chief? Or? I don't know. He's yeah, chief. Chief's gonna be a, above a captain now. Okay, and, and he and this guy is awesome. Like, if I have like, I I just. If you got injured, you want this guy to fucking show up. If your house is on fire, you want this guy to show up. He's my he's my most fucking loving, strongest, most handsome friend. I've known him fucking forever since college. He used to come. I would I went to UCSB, and he would come to my class, and I would get out of class, and I was just a barefoot hippie, and he'd be there with his skateboard, and I'd sit on the front, and he'd fucking like kick me all the way home. You know what I mean? What I mean, I just love this fucking guy. We did everything <clears throat> together for years, right? Oh man, he was so, he's so awesome. Anyway, so when the hippies, this shit started getting like weird for him, like when he, you know, he's getting like 22 years old, he's like, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? He just bailed and went to, became a fireman. It was so trippy. But anyway, and I stuck with the hippie shit. And um, so anyway, so, and I'm still very, very close with him. So he's telling me, and we, and we both, you know, our lives are just, even though we don't live close to each other, our lives just run parallel. We both got into CrossFit together. Yeah. We both had kids, got at the same time marriage, all that. So he says to me, uh, 
he goes, hey, you'll never guess what the leading cause of fucking uh, injury is in the fire department. And I go, I don't know, um, training, like during training. He goes, no. And I go, what? He goes, picking up heavy people. I go, oh, what yeah. You, I go, yeah. what are you talking about? And he goes, when someone falls between, and now you're the second person. He goes, when someone falls oh, between. He gave, the, a, he gave the same scenario. Yeah. He goes, when someone falls between the tub and the toilet, dude, and they weigh 400 pounds, he goes, every time some, you, you know one dude's going down. He so you get in the oh, most yeah. fucked up positions. It, Someone picks it, them it, up it, and their back goes out. He but now he said that almost every firehouse in at least in his department has or no not almost he said that every firehouse in his department has one of these machines. It's like a um, it's like a dolly that you would move wine boxes around mm-hmm. if you worked in a wine store. And uh, yeah, he says they have one and you just shove it under the dude and then just push a button and it just lifts them up. I don't know how you I, get that yeah, behind I, the toilet. But. I just saw that. Like I said, I just saw that a couple of weeks ago. I've never seen it before. We don't have one of those, unfortunately. That's Missouri. probably a stupid amount of money. Dude, it's working its yeah. way across the country. They're I testing so. it in California. I hope we, no, it's true. People, I mean, people do blow their, especially guys, older guys that, Probably had you know, we're never definitely never weren't across it, but never taught how to lift properly and you know, set your back. I think we're even more you susceptible. Know. We're dumbasses. We think, oh, I just deadlifted two hundred for a set of twenty, I can pick this dude up. And this fucking bar is like yeah. made to lift up. It hangs out right at our yeah, midline. Exactly. Then we live we yeah. go to pick up a you know, how old are you again? I'm twenty nine. Oh, uh, you probably haven't had this happen yet, but there's times you just crush these workouts and then you go to put the f- fucking plates away and you hurt your back. You're like, what? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck just so happened? Five, five, ten minutes after a good workout with like deadlift. Oh, anything really that, you know, involves a lower half. And then you, yeah, you go from barbell, which is like you said, made to lift and it's even, you know, to maybe picking up a bumper plate and just one side and, setting it down you're like oh man yeah i'm not that old but yeah i know what you mean what do you think about it's, it's a lot different picking up a barbell than picking up somebody that's just practically dead weight yeah and they're not helping you out they're not trying to stand up they're just laying there and you know you're trying to somehow weave your body in there so you can get a good angle to help them up without you know causing any more issues but yeah Definitely, yeah. Dude hurts themselves all the time. Yeah, crazy. How long are you going to be a firefighter for? Are you going to do 20, 20 years? I plan on it. Um, just depends kind of on the way the world goes. You know, we've got uh, five guys in, on my truck. All of us are refusing to get the you-know-what. And um, My dad's actually a... Uh, DOD firefighter, fire inspector for Army Army Post, and you know he's a um, DOD civilian. He has 21 years in the Army, and they're going to be forcing it. So he's he's kind of having to decide what he wants to do. He's got a cattle farm that he's still having to pay for, and cattle ranch that he's still having to pay for, and um, trying to figure out if he'd be able to get an exempt an exemption of probably religious, but. I think the government's going to make it a pretty well impossible to to get. You're going to have to go above a board, in front of a board, and I don't know. You're like, crazy. I like to go. I like to be a career, but um, I'm not going to. You know, goes back to the integrity thing. I'm not. 
I'm not going to do something I don't want to do for, you know. Do you have wife and kids? I do. I I have a wife and uh, two kids, another one on the way. Fuck, We're dude. big fans of uh, Fuck, how you dude. raise your kids. Thank you. That's hardcore, man. That's hardcore. Those of you who yeah, don't we're, have we're, kids, if you don't put your fucking – those of you who are not – who are independently wealthy and do not have kids, you better fucking stand up for people like Nicholas. Yeah. You fucking pussies. Stand up. You have nothing to lose. Fuck flying again. I don't give a fuck if they never let me fly again. Yeah. People are like, oh, I want to go to Italy. That's why I got the fuck off. If everybody – that initially did not want to get it, didn't get it. I mean, it just wouldn't be an issue, but we got too many people caving that I know of, even personally. I, uh, my oh, wife, I know so many too. She's a nurse. And- the thing is, I excuse someone like you. You got a wife and fucking two kids and one on the way. And it, 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 it's why people like me have to like speak up. It's like, I'm not having any more yeah. kids. There's nothing anyone can do to me. There's nothing any, like I just, there's nothing yeah. anyone can do to me. I have, I have, if shit got really weird, I would just raise rabbits and chickens and eat them. Like, well, that's why we moved here to Missouri. We bought acreage. We're gonna kind of, we wanted to kind of have the homestead and go back to chickens and eggs and making our own butter. And would you eat rabbits? Yeah, you know, I've never. I don't think I've actually ever had a rabbit. I've never killed one and ate it myself. But I would if I had to. Yeah, one of my friends is talking about rate. What the fuck is this? Oh, one of my friends is um uh one of my friends is talking about raising rabbits and I want to I, I was like if if, if someone had told me that 10 years ago I'm like fuck off but now you know in these times I'm just like yeah sounds great hook me up I'll buy 10. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> Package no that shit up. We yeah, we we looked into buying property and just kind of you know slowing life down and having you know, the Rona happened and all that and just further verified what, you know, the life we wanted to live. It's like, yeah, let's do this thing. So. Hey brother, I got to take, I got to take this call. You're good, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for everything you're doing, man. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's, it's, it's the TDC. I just, it's, it's going to be good for the ratings. That sounds good. Go for Talk it. to you later, Nicholas. Thanks Bye. again. Hey. What's this number? You're live. This is you're live on the show right now. I kicked off another Wait. caller so you could so you could uh, call in. How's it going? What's the show? It's the uh, Sevon podcast. You've been a guest before. Don't act don't act like that. You sound all you sound all official. Like it sounds like you have like a Howard Stern radio like a headset on. Yeah, I do. Like I'm using like a fake voice. Like I'm not talking to you with my regular voice. No, you're using your voice, but the the equipment. It sounds like you have an upgrade to the car, like a radio. Uh, set up like a Rogan setup or something. Hey, this ain't this ain't the this ain't the uh, CrossFit podcast. This shit is fucking the real deal. How do I sound? You sound great. You sound like a caller. You sound like a you sound like a a wealthy um a wealthy man in his mid forties uh, living the dream in the uh, in Steinbeck country. How, how you? Uh, who else is on the call? No one. Um, so basically, Gee was supposed to be on the show today. And he called and said that uh, he needs to move it to Sunday. So then I was like, fuck okay. it. I'm going to do a – and I make this list of things that I want to talk about throughout the week. Okay. That like things that might come up. So then, you know, like things I get on my high horse about, like how to raise so kids. Are we, are we live right now? Yeah, we are. 
You want to take some calls? Who'd you, who'd you kick off to get me on? Some guy's a firefighter from Missouri, Nicholas something. Hey, Nick, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to uh, <laughs> get you kicked off. So. He's, 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 a, he's a firefighter, 29-year-old firefighter from Missouri. Two kids, wife's ask, pregnant. Ask me what I'm doing. What are you doing? You're driving. What are you doing? 650 miles in to my drive. Left this morning at 620. And I'll hit the 1,000-mile mark by 930, I think. So uh, I'm about to pass through Flagstaff. And then I'm going to keep pushing through for another few hundred miles and end up in uh, Albuquerque. And what are you doing in Albuquerque? I'll spend the night in Albuquerque, then the next day I drive a couple hours uh, east into New Mexico, further into New Mexico, and uh, there's a shooting competition that I'm heading out to this weekend. No shit. Yeah. Yep. Why not fly, Dave? I really thought about flying, and uh, when I was planning this trip, a couple of things were going on. I was planning it about a month and a half ago, a month ago, and I was like, well, you know... Um, I got to take a lot of equipment, so that's one big negative. I'd have to send ammo out, which I've sent ammo places before and never seen it. And um, and everything was, at the time, I was like, everything with the airlines is so fucked up and travels so hard and the fucking regulations and all the requirements. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to, I never do this. I'm just going to take this as an opportunity to kind of just get on the road and, 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 and I want to say clear my mind or... Uh, just enjoy a drive. And and then, of course, I, instead of enjoying the drive, I make it into this massive thousand-mile push, which I am actually uh, enjoying. But all that being said, if I were to fly, if I were, uh, that was the route I would have taken, I would have used Southwest because that's who flies, to, uh, flies from my area to Albuquerque. And that, if, you, if you've been following what's going on, that's a complete shit show. So, uh, yeah, bad weather so conditions. Actually, There's some bad weather conditions that have down their planes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So we'll blame it on the weather. So, uh, so far I'm happy. I jo- oh, and anyway, so back to the gear. And I've, I'm traveling with way more stuff than um, I'm traveling with everything I want to travel with. And I could have never flown with that much stuff. So this isn't this is not going to be a regular thing for shooting matches. I'll probably do this once, maybe twice a year. Um, I generally speaking also don't like to travel for, for matches. I was traveling a fuck ton years ago for shooting matches and then this tipping point hit and fundamentally the tipping point was, well, with CrossFit and all the travel I was doing, it was really hard. But then interestingly, you'll like this. When Tony Budding quit, I was like, fuck, like the game shit just really even more so was falling on my shoulders. And I was like, all right, I got to just cut back from traveling so much for shooting competitions. That's it. Like traveling for CrossFit, that was always, it always is like, that's there. But when Tony quit, that was when I decided, all right, this, this idea of traveling across the country on a regular basis to shoot is going to end with that. And it did. And it did up until about a year, year and a half ago, like once or twice a year, I'm out travel for some long range team competition. And so at least for a team competition, it's for the greater good. I'm not just doing it for a individual pursuit. So that's kind of how I justify it. How many days is the competition? It's three days. Uh, okay. Cause I was going to 
it's pretty gnarly because and then when it's over are you driving straight back or are you stopping somewhere well i'll leave there i am driving back i was thinking about maybe passing through vegas and trying to hit vegas for an evening not like a party or anything but just as a stopping point on the way back i don't know if i'll do that but so it's gonna end sunday night and i will definitely hit the road as soon as it's sunday afternoon as soon as it's over and try to get as far as i can down the road uh, stop where i need to stop take a break and then head the rest of the way uh now that i've done a thousand i know like anything less than that on the final day basically on the monday will be easy are you going to work out during these five days, two days of travel and two in three days of shooting? So my, my workout routine is the following, and this is a new thing for me. So for, when I started CrossFit uh, 16, 17 years ago, I've always been a religious three-on-one-off guy, following main site. And even when I was programming for myself, or I never really followed anyone else's program. So it's either main site or my own programming, um, three-on-one-off three-on-one-off, no matter what, three-on-one-off. But then a few months ago, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try something different. It's something I don't think we teach anymore in the level one lectures. It's nothing groundbreaking either, but I'm just sharing with you. We used to teach in the level one lectures, and it's what a lot of affiliate gyms do and a lot of individuals do. It's basically three-on-one-off, two-on-one-off, repeat. And so basically what that looks like is it's Monday through Wednesday I train, Thursday I take off, Friday, Saturday, I train again. Sunday, I take off. And here's why I went that route. Two reasons. Um, that additional rest day or that additional, that two-day cycle with the rest day for me mentally is huge. I feel like the three-on-one-off, three-on-one-off over and over and over becomes a drag. And I kind of like, I like the breakup of knowing, okay, I can go hard for three, have one off, then I have two more workouts before I get another rest. So that additional rest in a, in a condensed cycle for me mentally is huge. It's interesting because when you lay that out across over a month and you compare it to a three-on-one-off schedule, it's only like one day extra of rest a month, but still it's uh, something I like. And then the other aspect I like a lot of it is the fixed nature of it. So I always know now what I'm – like when I was doing three-on-one-off, I'd lose track. Like, well, am I on my second day? Am I on my third day? Is it my rest day? Now I just know by day of week what um, – what I'm supposed to be doing. So, so by that rationale, today's a training day. I probably, because I'm going to get to hotel at 9.50, I probably won't train. I was thinking of potentially hitting up an affiliate tomorrow in uh, Albuquerque, even though Thursday's my rest day, this then becomes my rest day. And then probably during the match, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there'll be a lot of hiking, a lot of carrying gear. I probably won't work out, but I'll just consider that the exercise and the uh, workout. So you said that you did this because you thought you, you it was too much of a beat down three on one off at however old you are, 40 something years old. And he's gone and he's back. I, I dropped you for a second. And you, and, and you switched to that those days just because you felt like it was a beat down because you were getting older. But really, it's only just one more day of rest a month. Well, the two day on the two day. Hold on. Are you are you hearing when my uh, Bluetooth or my nav kicks in? I'm going to shut it down. No, we're not. We don't hear you, nav. Okay, I just shut it off. Um, I did, yeah, it was a beat down. I mean, that's a bit extreme, but it was. I did feel like it was a lot. But like the knowing I'm entering a two day cycle, so if I hit, if I go into the two day cycle sore 
or kind of uh, fatigued, let's call it, I can I know I can program those days or take those days kind of easy. If I go into those days fresh, that's exciting because the first Thursday or on Friday, I'll hit hard. And if I still feel pretty good, I know I can drive Saturday pretty hard because then I have uh, Sunday off. So, um, but the two, the two on or the one off, two on, one off of this new cycle mentally for me is a really cool place to be. But I've also more and that's just going to keep ramping up because of another competition I'm doing in January. Um, what have you been listening to this whole drive? Just a bunch of old, a bunch of my old podcasts, like starting just listening to Seven podcasts the whole way. Yeah, and thanks for uh, sending me the links to all of those. Yeah, you're welcome. No, no I've been listening to uh, I've been listening to Marxism, philosophy, and economics by Thomas Sowell. Oh shit! How is it? It's good. It's fucking sick. I mean, it's uh, it's a little like I feel my mind drifting at times because it's pretty uh, deep. Uh, so there's some stuff I'm taking from it, uh, but it's it's a it's a good listen, and it's taking up a lot of time. So I, I listen to that most of the time. I've taken a handful. I've done a handful of calls, uh, work-related calls, and then um, listen a little bit to the news, and then back to that. I listen to a little bit of music, but not a lot of music. Hey, um, what else? Have you read anything else by Thomas Sowell? Like any books? I don't mean just like essays. No. No. Okay. No, I have not. Are no. you digging them? Yeah, it's it's uh this one's thick though. Like I said, it's it's heady. It's uh, probably above my primitive intellect. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. There's one um, uh, race. It's called race theory or rhetoric or something. But anyway, it's it's it it's it's not heady. It just it's 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 so awesome though. It's just it's historical and then a lot of uh. It's just historical shit. It's really, really cool. It's really, really cool. All right. Well, thanks for checking in. I'm glad you called. Good to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, good luck in the comp. If you ask me any questions, ask me a question. Um, how many events will be in this year's games? That's a great question. Uh, I have an idea, but I'm not going to obviously tell you, and I'm not going to lock into that concept. It'll be different. There'll be some changes. There's going to be a very likely a different look, uh, very different from last year. Maybe not different from other years. Uh, I don't want to give up too much. But it'll what do you be, mean? Like you're going to have the men in the women's clothes and the women in the men's clothes when you say a different look? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> potentially. Let's let's take a caller. How about that? Fine. Someone call in. Um, Dave, are you until they call in? Are you next year? Are you going to um do check in with me every night? Um, like you did this year. How did that go for you? Did you like doing that? I'm not going to commit to it at this time. It depends where our relationship is and where your relationship is in regards to the uh, CrossFit. So I'll, I'll reassess it in due time. Is that your way of just making sure that I don't say anything stupid? <laughs> Dangling that over you? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, are the games? Are the games? What were the most expensive games uh, ever to put on? Which year? Uh, Do they get more expensive? No, they don't get more. They necessarily shouldn't get more expensive. Sometimes they do, but um, I'd have to dig it. You'd have to what? 
You'd have to what? Yeah. Yeah. What did you say? You'd have to what? I'd have to dig into the numbers on that. What do you what do you think about the criticism you've been getting? Like, like you know, there's people who are like, "Fuck Ricky." There are people like, "Oh, glad Ricky's back." And then there's kind of like this middle ground. Like, okay, who gives a shit if he's coming back or not? Why is why is CrossFit and Dave? Why are they giving him uh, attention? I mean, it's the sport of it, right? Why are we giving him attention? I'll tell you exactly why we're giving him attention. He finished second in his only games ever. And he, since then, he got busted for steroids at those games. And then since then, and here's what impressed me the most with him, didn't fucking walk away from the gym, from CrossFit or the community. Kept engaging, kept doing the workouts, did the open, posted his time, posted his scores. And um, and for the next four years, just fucking took it, took it on the chin, took Ah, oh, I lost him. Fuck, I got greedy. <laughs> you guys know what I tried to do? I tried to I tried to patch in another caller while uh sorry Jason. I tried to patch you in while Dave was calling. Shit, I fucked that all up. I fucked that all up. I fucked that all up. Hold on. Hey. Sorry about that. No, no, that was all my fault. I tried to take a caller while you're talking. Hey, I'm going to send you a link. Will you click the link? And that way someone can call in and ask you. It was someone calling in with a question, but they can't call in when I'm talking to you. So I'm going to send you this link and it's going, and you can either use the video or not, but it'll allow me to talk to you. Then it'll free up the phone line. Okay. I probably won't use the video because I'm driving or should I? No, no, no. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. I'll send it to you. You decide. I'll tell you if you look good or not. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, let's try this. This is fucking actually kind of cool because I've been wanting to try this um, for a while now. Let's see if I can do this. I'll send Dave this link. Bam. And then... uh, And then... uh, Jason, what's up? Oh, sorry. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on. What's yep. up, brother? Can you hear me? Yeah, man. This is good. This is like we're running a test right here with uh, 64 people watching. I got you on the line. I sent Dave a link to the uh, actual show, to the streaming. And let's see. Um, let's see if he's going to click it and he'll pop on. Did you have a question for him? Yeah, I got two or three. Oh, good, good. You can talk to him while I take a piss. Oh, <laughs> oh. Hey, are you watching the video today on YouTube, Jason? Yeah, man. Um, did you know I moved my desk? Can you does it the back? Can you tell the background looks a little different? I thought it's so that was subtle. one of your many locations. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Add to the stream. There he is. Bam. All right, let's do it. So we uh, talk about Ricky. Can you hear me? If the light, it's it's not it's not ideal for the lighting. No, I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Jason Watkins on with Dave Castor. Jason, what's your question? Try not to be Why racist, you... homophobic, or sexist. Thank you. 
Okay, I'll give you the first one. Why'd you stop naming the event? Oh. You used to give them cool names, and now you just give them numbers. Good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great question. So I'll tell you why I stopped naming the events. We uh, we were like the king of naming events, and we put a lot of time and effort and had a lot of fun with it. And then this year, I went to um, a bunch of the semifinal events, and I just look across at some of the other events, and everyone names their events. And everyone uses stuff like people use some fucking stupid names. And uh, I just kind of got turned off by the whole naming convention. And I was like, I was watching some of these and just like, nope, done. We're not going to this year. We're going to go away from naming. Because I looked at other named events and I thought, well, that doesn't make sense or that sounds dumb. And then I was like, well, fuck, people think that about mine at times too. And I'm like, all right, for this year, we're just going to take a break. Every single one of those though had like a cool name or like had a, something that we could have used but it was more of a statement let's just go and, and the other thing to that point is they all do have numbers for like as long for for the number of years we've been doing this the name was in addition to the numbers this year i just said all right it's just going to be the number and let's ignore the uh the name so it's just a stylistic thing we'll probably go back to it eventually but for that for that for this year we did not bam cool. yeah i didn't think it was permanent how about next year dave Sorry, Jason. I don't mean to hijack it. You think you're going to go back no, to naming next year? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to commit to anything. You know how I am. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know how you are. I got another one for you, and this one's a little bit more tender. So at the end of the game, you announced Medeiros as the uh, this year's CrossFit champion and not the fittest man on earth. Did you do that on purpose? Uh, no, not that one. I didn't do that one on purpose. Um, I did announce Tia Claire as the most dominant athlete ever. That was very deliberate. But what you're saying about Madero's, uh, no, that wasn't intentional. Like, I wasn't thinking he's not the fittest on earth or anything like that. Um, but for Tia, I did announce her as the most dominant, and that was because she now has the most individual wins ever uh, of any athlete. And that's where that came from. A good question. I thought I was going to catch you. I thought I was going to catch you. Uh, the Madero thing wasn't meant to be a. Uh, good question, good. Jason. Yeah, man. I got I got some more, but I don't want to hog. No, no. Go on, go on, Jason. Give give us another one. If you, if I'm gonna fuck with you on this one. Hey, get him, get him. I mean, it's, it's, it's for you, Sohan, but oh, also for, for Dave. So have you guys ever oh, considered changing changing the scoring system to a, more of a statistical base around, like, V-score and stuff like that? Oh, Dave, you're breaking up pretty bad. You got to start over. Yeah. Around what? Start. You broke up pretty bad. Can you start over? Did you hear the question? Hold on. I'm going to kill my camera, okay? Okay. Jason, go one more time. <laughs> okay. Dave, can you hear me? I think he's somewhere, like, pretty desolate. Yeah. Where did he say he was headed to? I oh, wasn't he Arizona, Albuquerque, like New, New Mexico? Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they have cell service in the state of New Mexico. 
got like one tower in the corner of the state. I'm in Alabama. We got like one tower in the whole state. So. Hey, have you, have you ever talked to Dave before? This is his first time. Can you hear me now? First time. Can you hear How's me your, now? Yeah, we can hear you. How's your experience so far with talking to him? It's cool. He, Dave reminds me, like my brother's a welder and he used to travel all the time and he would call and he would just go and go and go and talk and talk when he would get on the road for a long time. And yeah. so that's, like Dave kind of reminds me of that right now. Hey, he that is really weird of him, by the way. That is not the Dave I know. The show we did, um, we did a, show, a podcast, a quick one, where he evalu- he gave his opinion on who's going to win the fights. And then what he was doing just now when he called, that is like so rare. He's a man of few words. It's so weird for me to hear him talk so much. I'm serious. All it's right, really I'm back. Weird. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Okay, go ahead. So ask the question again, Jason. Okay, so have you guys ever considered changing the scoring system to a more statistical model? Well, what do you mean by that? Uh, elaborate. So the distance between you and the next competitor and the, the overall average of the group would come into consideration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, we, more like it pays to be a winner. Even our model kind of has a little – it rewards um, – winners but by points like so you're saying if someone if the whole field did a four minute fran but the winner did a two minute fran um he's two minutes ahead of the next guy and proportionally allotting more points to him relative than to everyone else uh yeah we talked about that yeah we have talked about it um not we haven't committed to it obviously we haven't used it but but there's discussions about it our team does look Look at a lot of different scoring options. It does look like at a d- different ways of doing it, but um, but so to answer your question, yes, we've looked into it. We've thought about it for a variety of reasons. We've not done it, and uh, will we go there in the future? With this field, I don't know. With this many people, I don't know. And here's here's one of the problems with it, I believe. So you take some of these outlier events like the uh, swim or the paddle, and someone who's really good at just let's just say a swim, not even the paddle. But a swim, some of these people who are like collegiate or, or semi, you know, Olympic swimmers like Yonikoski, he could, he could pull away so far on that in regards to everyone else and bank so much extra percentage points or points because of the way that's scored. Whereas on the CrossFit workouts, he's like them or lower. And so he ends up performing not great on the CrossFit or average on the CrossFit. But because of one workout like that, where he had such an advantage because he grew up swimming relative to everyone else, and he got so many points because he dusted everyone else, it might skew the scoring overall and create a result that isn't actually indicative of finding the fittest alive. Don't you think that's a bit short-sighted, though? Consider like, so yeah, he's going to do that the first year, and then the second year, everybody's going to realize, hey if I just get really good at swimming, I can bank up a ton of points and then it evens out and makes the sport grow. No, I don't think it's your side. And here's the other piece to your, your idea. No one, nobody is going to catch in one year is going to close the gap on someone like Yonikoski who swam his entire life. And I, that's the fact with swimming. When you look at, I, I, pay, I paid cause I'm, I'm I obviously swam in the Navy and I still swim now a lot. And I'm really, I like swimming and I like the sport of it. And like the difference between someone and I'll consider myself someone who started swimming as an adult. I didn't, I started swimming. I mean, I knew how to swim as a kid, but I took it serious once I decided I wanted to listen to the Navy 
around 17 or 18. And uh, and the difference between someone like myself or these games athletes and someone who – I was just talking uh, with Nicole Christensen about this, actually, who spent their entire childhood or middle school or high school going to the pool every morning at 5 a.m. and swimming for three hours and having a decade of that is massive. And so no nobody with without swimming background is going to close their – the gap on someone like Yonikoski or some of these other really good swimmers who have that extensive background because their, their experience level and their uh, time under tension, call it with, with uh, the rule of 10,000 hours or whatever you want to call it is so massive. The bank they have underneath them, it's just so far ahead of everyone else. So I'm not, I'm not like trying to go after you. I'm just pushing back on the idea. Um, so what I'm hearing is you want to disincentivize people to be outliers and you only want them to be like Matt. No, I don't want to disincentivize. So there's going to be that, that, that workout still is an outlet has an outlier like performance to it. And even in that win, he gets a few more points than uh, he would if he was fourth or fifth, meaning like there's some separation in the point scale. Um, I also don't think you're trying to argue with me at all. So don't worry about that. And, um, but I don't like that went over my head. That's just because I make losing him again. We lost you, Dave. We lost you, Dave. I'm trying to disincentivize outliers. What I'm, tr- who me or him? We lost you, but cut, you're now you're back. You guys still there, or am I breaking? Yeah, up? no, you were breaking up, but now you're back. Can you hear me? Do you guys hear me now? For those of you just tuned in, we're on with Jason Watkins. He's a caller, and Dave Castro, and Dave's driving to a shooting competition he's somewhere in new mexico and his signal um, just broke up yeah so no i don't i don't have a problem so the the outlier is not the outlier wins yeah now i can hear you so the outlier he still his outlier performance in that set event like so take um damn Man, this is so good. I've been waiting for this for a long time. <laughs> I know. I was just thinking of how, how crazy it is, is that you just call in. And I had no idea Dave was going to call in today. I think I did know. I knew he has having some shooting competition, but it's fucking crazy cool that he called in. I'm ecstatic. And then the fact that? that someone else got to call in and talk to him. <laughs> Should I just hang up on Dave now? Dave, what the fuck, he's, dude? He's just going off. And he's Can you hear me? <laughs> only him. Uh, we want to hear you. <laughs> we want to hear you. I Can you hear me with, now? Yeah, we can hear you now. Should I go? Yeah, go talk. Yep. No, no, don't hang up. Keep talking. You're. D- oh shit. Boo bye. And he's gone. Hey. Damn, I really wanted to hear the answer to that. Um. Yeah, he's such yeah. a he's such a good listener too, and and words really mean stuff to him too. So like when he, I just like it how when he he you asked him a question and then he wanted some shit defined before he answered it. He's so he's so good and so thorough. I got a question for you though. Do you really? Why does game scoring interest you? Like it interests me none. It's got to do with 
the type. So it's, I always saw it as like, it wasn't in, in football, you have different types of athletes, right? You got running back, the skinny, like powerful guys are really fast. And then you got fat guys up front that like have a whole different type of power. They have more weight. They, they play a totally different game. CrossFit really only ha- like, if you want to be the best, and and Sikowski is proving me wrong on this, but if you want to be the best, you basically have to be almost perform exactly like Matt Frazier. Whereas in my model, if you if you're a good swimmer, a semi good weightlifter, you can be you can be biased towards a couple of things and still be at the top. Whereas with this. With our, our what do you mean? Give me an example. Give one. me an example. The the swimming is such. Are you saying like you can be good at freestyle and be shitty at the breaststroke, or like what do you mean by that? Like, doesn't a swimmer have to just be epic at their shit? Yeah, but like, so in our system, not only do you have to be a great weightlifter, you have to be a, a good swimmer. You have to be good, good, good at everything. You can't right. suck at anything. And so with this, so number one, you could you could be not great at a couple things. And we saw that with Rich. And I think that's why we loved Rich so much is because he would get a 35th place every year and then battle back. I think that's why people didn't gravitate towards Matt the same way that they gravitated towards Rich is because Rich would crawl out of a hole every single year and show that he was the best. His body he didn't hurt. The- His body didn't hurt either. What do you mean? Just he has fucking an amazing body. He looks like he's he's a, he looks fake. He looks like a drawing from from the from like you know like from Greek mythology. Sorry, I don't mean to detract you. I'm just no, a, it's okay. I'm just an aesthetic whore. I just love good bodies. Go on. <laughs> he's got the best sex in the game. Yeah. Um. So if you go step one, you can kind of get my argument. Like you can be a really good swimmer, a really good weightlifter, but you might suck at gymnastics and still good at, do good at the games. If we incentivize that. Step two is all of a sudden people are like, well, I'm, I'm a good swimmer. So I'm going to get really good at swimming. Cause I know I can get more points there. I can lose some on the gymnastics stuff. And then the, the, the bar goes higher and higher in each of these individual things, strength, um, aerobic capacity, swimming, gymnastics, you can have these specialists and then the sport as a whole grows because like it kind of feels stagnant. We've been doing a lot of the same movement for, a while now. Does that make sense? No, I'm, 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 I'm sum it up for me in one sentence. You're saying, so you're saying that we should give more, we should, we should incentivize people to be more specialists to see what we, what we can get out of it. You still are going to have to be a generalist. Of, of course, of course. But yes, the, being specialized will be okay. You'll be, you'll be paid for being a specialist, so to speak. Hmm. And if every second counts, then we need to make every second count. Yeah, wasn't that that was an amazing way to do the games that one year, even though everything was like in the four minute time domain. Um, you, yeah. you know something I always wanted to see at the games. I just wanted to see, and maybe it's just fucked up, but I always just wanted to see the the mile. A one mile run. Yeah, and I understand why they they they'll probably never do it. Why do you want to see it? Because it it kind of puts everything. It, it's it's such a um. For me, it just seems like such a classic. It's like that's the mark, right? Like, 
how fast everyone kind of knows their mile time. Like even if you're 70, you remember your mile time in grade school and it's so fucking hard. But if we find out that like, if, if, if we have CrossFitters run the mile at the games and everyone breaks the five minute mark and fuck it, I'm, I'm not suggesting they do That's It's just crazy. Right. I mean, it just, it becomes, right. it becomes just like mind boggling, but I mean, you could ruin people doing something like that. That could just be bad programming, you know? Yeah. I mean, we saw that, like, I think a lot of the grid stuff was a little bit like overprogrammed, kind of aggressive. And, and a lot of the grid athletes burn out eventually. Or did you ever watch that? I didn't, but I did sort of start getting more interested in grid when I saw that they were doing kids stuff. It makes me a little anxious, like to put kids in that setting, but I just like anything that's helping kids like not put on 29 pounds. Grid's a good example for, for specialists actually because they're doing things that are just like off the wall crazy they're taking the crossfitters that couldn't really hang in crossfit a lot of them can but couldn't really hang in crossfit but they're really good at a couple things and then you're seeing crazy performances in grid jason where are you where do you live is, is grid still grid, out is grid still around before i wrap that up they are still around right it, they're in florida it's only in florida yeah I think North Carolina has a team as well. I know a few guys that do it. And and where do you where do you watch that? You you can go to the YouTube Florida Grid League website, yeah, and YouTube. All right, maybe I'll do that. I may, I should contact those guys and see if I can get someone who's like part of that organization on my show. I'd be curious. Like, to I got hear. a couple guys. Is there a CEO? Is there like an owner of the Grid League? Yeah, he's got like dreads. Kind of crazy looking. I'd love to hear the history of the grid league and like what their person, because I was inside of CrossFit HQ when that happened and it was, yeah, kind, but, it was kind of crazy. Was the head was, of that, right? Who? Budding. I think Tony, Tony, I can't, I need to fucking, uh, now that you've said it, maybe my brain will start bringing some of that stuff to the forefront. I think he worked it. I think Tony worked at CrossFit. He had some disputes with Greg that were valid um, around just money and ownership of the company and just um, were valid. Yeah, they were valid. I mean, like he, Tony was a, was a massive contributor as much as me and him butted heads. Like there's like, he was a formula one race car, man. He, that motherfucker could go. And, um, and everyone there could, but, but he definitely held his weight and he was, a uh, he was, he was amazing. Um, and so he said basically like, all right, eat a dick. I'm out. And, um, I don't like the way this is, this is, this is being, shaken out for everyone so i think he started the grid league he found investors I, I think that's how it happened tell me go ahead when I, when but, I, but remember, i'd love to hear like, this guy's perspective this other guy's perspective and dave yeah, and tony I, were very close dave and tony and nicole were very close i don't care what they say even though they probably would agree with me but if they don't they're lying and um they were very close and i was um the i was the fourth wheel I think it's supposed to be the third wheel. I came on the scene and I, it was a little weird. It was a little weird. And, um, and then I started cozying up with Greg and then when Tony fell out, it, it kind of made room for me to squeeze in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could fuck the boss more cause the, one of the mistresses dropped off. Go ahead. It's sort of funny. I had, I've been around CrossFit now since 2012, which, so I'm not an OG, but like starting to get up there and people ask me all the time, like, why is Dave, the the person the games person and i think it's funny that they don't know and then like if you brought up tony budding's name they wouldn't know at all most right. people now 
But I, it's weird. Like we need historians like Brian at this point. There, there's two things that, that people really need to just sit down and eat a big old dose of humble pie. There's people who say shit like, and I've gone off on this before, Jason, and I apologize. You've probably heard it, but people who will say stuff like, Hey, Dave Castro is not professional or it's not cool whether he does this or it's not cool that he does that. You need to really stop and bite your tongue and realize that it's you who don't know what professional is. It's you who has a misunderstanding. You think Coca-Cola, Pfizer, the president of the United States, you think, um, uh, Tom shoes, um, whatever you think McDonald's, you think those, you think those people are professional? No, no. You're actually seeing someone who believes in integrity and in his previous career, his decisions mattered between life and death. He is actually the consummate professional. He is professional. There's nothing else. He's 100% focused on the fucking task. He don't give a fuck about your feelings. What would your feelings have any what would your feelings have anything to do with how well the games run? Everything from how beautiful the parking lot is to how the athletes are treated to how the scoring is to that the, the, the it's safe everything. He don't give a fuck about anything else. And so when people critique that and then on top of that, you should be happy if you hate him. You would be so bummed if it was some fucking tool who is running the games. We have this fucking hard-nosed SEAL Team 6. He, this motherfucker was in the SEALs at the top of his game, and he put it all on the line to try to go to the next level. Those guys who are 6, those guys who are part of Dev Group, those guys who do that, they have to fucking put their ass on the line. It's like it's like imagine going to the Olympics and saying, then that's not enough, you want to go higher. That's what these fuckers did. Oh, man, someone's trying to call in. Jason, do I keep you on or, or take on the new caller? It's up to you, boss. I'll keep you on. Sorry, sorry, Jacob. Sorry, Jacob. <laughs> sorry, Jacob. Sorry, Jacob. Um, sorry, Jacob. So, so I, I, it just, it just, like, like, how cool is it that our sport has this fucking, the, the only professional guy in fucking corporate American business? And maybe Dana, I give Dana White some love too. And then on top of that, this motherfucker, like, was a SEAL Team Six. I don't want some fucking pansy fucking programming the fucking games. Fuck you. I want it to be Dave Castro. I want it to be the guy who fucking who's wearing the fucking gay pride shirt at the question. But but when someone asks him a question that's inappropriate, he says, fuck you. Like, do you know that incident I'm referring to? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, fuck off. You don't have to answer people's questions. No, no, I'm already wearing the shirt. Eat a dick. Sorry, I, I promised myself I wouldn't get aggressive on the show. I just, he's just so amazing. And it just, it's nuts to me that people can't see it because they're caught up in their own fucking preconceived notions. I love him. He's dope. What, and, 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 what and, I and, wanted, and, and I have problems with, don't think it's like all fucking like roses and shit. Like we brawled when I worked there. We brawled, but he always brawled with integrity. Always brawled with integrity. What I, I, I I get bored of asking, like, people asking Dave all the CrossFit questions. And you want to ask something like, I, I have this list of questions for people that I might never meet. But if I do, I want to ask them questions that people haven't asked them. It, it's like a sin to me to go into a store and they're ringing you up and something won't ring up. And 
and you use the cliche like, oh, I guess it's free because it won't ring up. You know all those things people say just because they feel weird in the situation? Yep, yep. I don't want to ask those questions. Right. Like, life's too short to ask the same question that everybody, that, that stupid dad joke that everybody else has made. Yeah. And so. Especially I if you wanted, have Dave on the phone. Yeah. I wanted to ask Dave something sort of personal, but not too personal. The The thing that I keep wondering about with him is I was listening to this guy, um, Steve Ranella. He's a famous hunter. He does the show Meat Eater. It's on Netflix now, but it was a Discovery Channel show for a long time. And he was talking about working in, in these, in the show business. And he, he hunts, he's a second amendment advocate. Um, he's like the opposite of what's happening in, in all that right now. And he's like, I keep wondering like when they're going to like, he was like, I feel like I'm behind enemy lines. You know, he's like, I kind of have to hide out and like, but I can't hide out because I got to be me in the show. And feel like Dave has to play that game. Mm. And I don't know. I, and I know I can't ask him that question because you if can, I do, can't you really can. answer it. I can't ask him that question. Why can't you ask him that question? I know that you don't <laughs> ask questions sometimes that I think that you could. Yeah, because I, so it, um, it's a good question. I Think whether I know the answers to that's a boy. You brought up something really interesting about interviewing people. When I interview people I know, I try not to use insider information in the interview. So, um, trying to think of something a little more benign to bring up, but I can't be. Well, if you know some shit on Rich that's going on behind the scenes, like whatever was going on between him and that that short haired dude that was on his team a long time ago, there was some bullshit happened there and you didn't ask about it. I mean, some, sometimes I might, I, I think that one, one, I think a very small percentage of the time I'm so scared. I don't ask a question, but usually those are all the questions I ask. I don't know who you're referencing um, on his team. He's having problems with I can't but, remember. Matt Hewitt, but it's like this. If I knew if I was friends with you and I knew that uh, – um, it's like I'm not friends with Ricky Gerard, so I could ask all the questions I want about you know, his steroid use, his comeback, his relationship with Benny. Like it would be so fun for me to talk to him. You know what I mean? Like I could ask him just like shit like, hey, should I do it? Should I be concerned about my prostate? You know what I mean? I'd be more interested in like stuff like that. But if I knew him, I don't think I could do that. Like if I had been at his gym while he was taking it and I was just trying to play stupid, you know what I mean? I just, I know so much about CrossFit. It's the same thing. I'm very careful. I try to be very careful when I have Hobart and Caden on the show too. It's just, I just, I don't want to use my insider information in interviews. Here's here's the thing. Stephanie, did you you see the interview I did with Stephanie Cohen? Yeah, it was amazing. Okay, I wanted to ask her about her. I wanted to ask her about her tits. I want to ask her about. I think that those are breast implants, and that was a question that I was just too scared to ask. Like I because I read you question though. I know, I know. Maybe, maybe I know, I know. Maybe, like, I know, I know. I let you down. Sorry, I let you down. (laughs) But, 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 but I'm just curious. Like, hey, how does that affect her performance? She's a boxer. Those are extra weight. Why would you do that to yourself? Is it true that it's hard to breathe? bolted on titties like so i sometimes i just don't ask because i'm scared too scared or or scares might not be the right word so it feels like would you do it if you if it was just you and her 
instead of being online? Uh, yeah, probably for sure. Yes, yes, yes. So the difference yes. is people are watching. Yeah, and, and usually I'm pretty good about that, and I think that's why people want to listen because I'm willing to ask that. But I would have tried to – she, I, I, I try usually to wait till someone opens something up. And so like what, going back to what you said about Dave, Dave is juggling uh, of uh, walking a fine line between being himself and, and appeasing corporate America, appeasing the woke crowd. Is That's what I heard you say. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, fucking, like, I think everyone, I think, I think except for all, I think that there's a bunch of people like that now, uh, unfortunately not enough. And, and and Greg didn't give a fuck at all, and, and that's what was so amazing about CrossFit Inc. Greg was just like, Greg only cared about one thing: health and health and wellness. It's funny now because, like, so funny now, so weird. I people can uh, see so it. Now. My brother was talking about my brother was talking about Michael Jackson. Yeah, and though he was acquitted, and he never he never got proven that he was doing anything weird or anything like we all knew about it, but we still listened to his music. Right. I guess I didn't watch the documentary, but yeah, unfortunately I want to say, if you said, Hey, seven, I'm going to give you a million dollars. Um, uh, do you think Michael Jackson was a pedophile or not? I would vote yes, but I just feel so bad doing that because I never saw him diddling kids, but, but, but if I had to bet, you're right. I would bet under, let's operate under the idea that he was guilty. We'll never okay. prove that. Okay. Was, no one cared. No one cared. Everybody wants, when they, when thriller came on, everybody still loved thriller. Yeah. And that's the thing about that pisses me off about Greg is that you're doing his, his, he made the thing you're doing. Yeah. Like he, and he made it he for everyone. He made it for everyone. Right. He's un- he made it for he Nazis. Made he made it for the Taliban. He made it for Jews. He made it for blackies. He made it for Armos. He made it for a fucking the whole every motherfucker. And he didn't give a fuck who did it. He didn't give a fuck. He wanted everyone to, to do it and be part of the experiment. And that's, that's why what he was, kills me about people crazy. now is that like they they have to dance around acting like they don't. It's crazy. Look, they can't say anything nice about Dave because they'll get can or not Dave but Greg because they'll get canceled. But like, we know that you, if everyone would, we, know, we, we like all know you, that if everyone did what he said 20 years ago, that we wouldn't be in this predicament today and there would be no pandemic. We're a hundred and fifty thousand percent sure of that. No one would right. even know it's here. Yeah. My phone's going to die. Seven. I got to go, dude. I'm supposed to be taking my kids to the pool. and fucking around with Jason Watkins. Peace and love, hey. brother. Thanks for calling. Thanks, boss. Wad Zombie. Make sure everyone follow Wad Zombie. It's the only meme account I follow. Game scoring boards the shit out of me. But I do like the Wad Zombie account. Um, Brian Friend just texted me. Dave Castro called on the show today. I got like eight or nine other things to talk about. Uh, don't put rain boots on your kids. Don't put any shoes on your kids that affect their ankle flexion. Don't put shoes on your kids. But if you're going to, please, for crying out loud, don't put rain boots. Okay, guys, I'm going swimming with the boys. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you got a good time on the show. Uh, tomorrow morning, I have the great Jason Hopper on. That's going to be crazy because he doesn't talk, and I don't think Brian's coming on the show. Um, maybe I have to invite Taylor Self to be on. Um, or maybe maybe, maybe tomorrow uh, Jason converts me to be a Christian. Um, 
and I will talk to you guys soon.